What is up, Misfits? Hey. I'm Fran. I'm Yadi. And we are the Midtown Misfits. And we are back, baby. We are back. We're excited. Episode two. Episode two. We're so excited to be here today. Today, we're going to talk about what was God thinking? Mm. Tell the people what that means. We are going to talk about the Bible. Yep. Yes, we are. Yes. So to educate, give y'all some facts. Yep. Um, and then maybe, well, not maybe, we're going to share some of the stuff that we do to uh, read the Bible, how we educate ourselves yes. on things of God. Today, we are coming at you. With no Kool-Aid. No Kool-Aid. All facts. All facts Hashtag no Kool-Aid, all facts. I'm really excited about that. Can you use that (laughs) hashtag, please? Like, whoever's listening, please use that hashtag on something. Um, And tag us. Tag the homies. Yeah. Yes. So if you heard it, um, the episode, then put that hashtag, like, on the Instagram. Yes. And that way we know you heard it. Yes. Awesome. So we're going to come at you with some facts first. So uh, first of all, the Bible was written by man, but inspired by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And basically what that means is, you know, the Bible, it was written by man. I think that's what a lot of people criticize. They're like, but it was written by man. So how do we know that it's true? Mm -hmm. That's my, that's my my fake hair voice. Um, (laughs) But basically it was written by man. It was, it was written by man. It just, it it is what it is, but it was inspired by the Holy Spirit, right? Right. Right. um, Those of us or those of you that are believers, Mm -hmm. we have the Holy Spirit inside of us Mm -hmm. and um, he is our guide. He tells us what to do. So he inspired these people to write these passages in the Bible. Right. These right? are important stories to tell uh, that God wanted us to know. Um, and he led people to do that. Yes. The Bible. Yeah. Um, originally, it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. What does that mean? That means that every single English version of the Bible that we have is a translation. Right. right? There it was is, no English. There was no back English. Back in the day. It was so. a translation from Sorry the original text. To burst that bubble. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully no one comes for us. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Um, additionally, the Bible is a life book. It is not a history book. So another, right. um, what, what we've seen, right, or witnessed or Googled or whatever, is that there's a lot of, um, you know, people that do criticize the Bible. They're like, well, there's parts of history that are missing from the mm-hmm. book, right? Mm-hmm. Parts that are relevant to that time when the Bible was written, yeah. but it isn't in the Bible. So they're right. like, how can this be true mm-hmm. if these parts are missing? Right. However, the Bible is not a history book. It does have things that did happen in history. Right, yeah. But it is not meant as a history book. It is meant as a life book. Right. Right? Yeah. Yes. And what we mean by life book is that the Bible is a manual. It's a manual for Christian living. And the best way that I can explain this is basically... So the, the word Bible is used very freely, right? Right. It's um, used with a lot of other things. Yes. Yeah. You can use the word Bible for anything. But what the Bible means is that... It is the ultimate guide. So, for example, if you go into a bookstore, if you go on Amazon or something, and mm-hmm. um, you can find a book, and it's called the the Barbecue Bible. Right. Yeah. What, what does that mean? The Barbecue Bible just it's means that it's not a holy barbecue. No. Sorry to, no. It just means to say. that it's the ultimate guide to barbecue. Right. So, our Bible, our Christian Bible, mm-hmm. is the ultimate guide to Christian living. Right. And I hope everyone enjoyed that example because I, I it really <laughs> made sense to me. So I hope that makes sense to you. Yeah. So definitely it's, makes sense. Yeah. So it's just basically just telling us the best way to live, um, God's way. Yeah. Right. So another thing is it's not in chronological order, meaning it's not from like for the beginning of time to now or you know when the Bible ended. Um, so if you try to read it that way, it's not going to make any sense if you try to go from Genesis to Revelation. So it's important if you want to know it chronologically to find a plan or something out there to help you and guide you through that. But just know that these stories happen, yes, in history, but they're not necessarily in order. Yes. So always keep that in mind. Yes. However, um, I know we're not trying, we're not making our point very accurately just because (laughs) the Bible does go from Genesis to Revelation. (laughs) So basically it is from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. Right. Like the first and last book are accurate. Yes. However... Please know, if you read it from Genesis all the way to Revelations, it will not make sense. Right. Yes. Yeah, there's stories within that happened a little earlier around Genesis. There are other stories that are from, like, let's say the New Testament, and they happen kind of simultaneously. Right. So just keeping that in mind that not, just because you're starting in Genesis, going through the whole Bible, it's not going to go in that order. 
Right. Which leads us to our next point, And it's that the Bible is not, it's not one book. It is a collection of books. Right. So every single many book authors. in the Bible, right, has many authors and they're just bound together. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't, for example, when you read it in, for to read it in context, you have to read one book at a time. Yes. Right. You can't read half of Genesis and then read of half of John because it's not going to make sense because they're separate books. Right. Right. Different authors, different different voice, different stories. So keep that in mind. Uh, another thing is when you read it, you have to consider the time and the context. So similarly, like we were saying, you can't read part of Genesis and expect it to follow the same way that John does. So understand that the time period that it was written in, um, like understand the context. So- but yes, context is important when you're reading the Bible, because if not, it's not going to make sense. Yeah, there's um, a lot of stuff especially in the Old Testament, which has a lot of tradition, like in Roman times or just a lot of older um, beliefs. Yes. uh, Rules, kings that did certain things. Or even when you talk about the law, when you talk about the law of Moses in the Old Testament, um, it tells you specifically that you can't eat certain types of uh, produce, like you can't Mm -hmm. eat certain types of meat and stuff like that. But when you think about in the context, and this is this might be, some people might not know, but when you think about in the context, when Moses was leading the Israelites out of the wilderness, there was no refrigeration, right? Right, yes. So God is telling you, don't eat pork or don't eat this animal because you would probably get sick and they were in the middle of the wilderness. You can't store that. You can't freeze that. No, homie, Mm -hmm. you're going to get sick or you're going to die. So it was protection. (laughs) Yeah, so it was protection based on the context of, listen... You could get sick. I'm trying to get you to Canaan, right? Which yeah. is the promised land. And I we'll talk about live. that eventually. But yeah, don't eat that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was just, some of it was just protection. Just keep that in mind. Back to the um, Bible example that I was giving. So I just wanted to give you guys the definition of testament because there is the Old Testament and the New Testament, right? right? Testament, and this is from the dictionary. It says, a person's will, especially the part relating to personal property, right? A person's will, especially the the part relating to personal property. So the Bible, right? There's the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So when you consider that definition it basically means that it's god's will in the bible related to his personal property which is us because he created Mm -hmm. us to serve him we serve him and we serve people so that is um i hope that made sense that is the um definition of testament right um additionally we wanted to mention we're super excited specifically about this part yeah because we wanted to mention that there are different versions of the Bible. Oh, a ton. A ton. There are an ex- there's an excessive amount. Yes, too of many for us to like of the go Bible, through. <laughs> right? And what we wanted to do is we are going to read you one Bible verse. Yes. From one, two, three, four, five different versions. Yes. So now, there's thousands of versions. Let's mm-hmm. make that clear. But we're going to read one Bible verse. We picked one that um, is pretty common. It's John 3.16. Um, mm-hmm. usually people know that whether they're believers or not, Yeah. but yeah. we wanted to read it to you from different versions, just so you understand that, oh, okay, well, I don't have to read King James. I can buy this other version mm-hmm. and I can understand it better. And then maybe that'll lead you to just going yeah. deeper into your Bible. Yeah. Or get you interested in reading your Bible because I understand some of these versions can be a little harder to read or harder to understand. So if you know there's other versions out there, hopefully that encourages you to to look into it and, and get yourself a Bible or, or start reading. Right. And the king the of king. <laughs> harder to read Bibles, which for some reason, I don't know why, and this is maybe a misconception that I have, but I think that it's the Bible that everyone knows. It's the King James Version. It's very traditional. Yes. So I think if you... It's the one people gift you for your birthday. <laughs> yes. Or for, they're like, I don't know what to get you. And I'm your, your grandparents uncle, would give you and this. And they give you a King James Version. <laughs> and then you you don't open it because there's a lot of us. Yeah, especially when you're younger, like, that's boring. Yes. Like, like it's hard to read. You're barely learning to read. Yes. And then you get all these these and thus and wests. And it literally turns everyone off from reading the Bible. But yeah, I think it's a lot more of a traditional version. That's something that if you went to church when you were younger, this is probably the version you heard. Right. You know, like, it's very true to whatever like the olden or, times yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very true to so a lot of people think and this may <clears throat> potentially be a misconception as well but a lot of people think that because it was the first english translation 
that it is the truest version of the Bible, right? right? Because yeah. because it was the first. However, right. the reason that it's that it was written the way it was written is because that's how they spoke during that time. Right. This was written in the 1600s. To yes. be specific, 1611 is right. when this version came out. Right. So this is legit King James saying, "Write me a version of the Bible because yes. I want to understand it." Right. And so they did. And this is not how we talk anymore. Right. So, so. we have to modernize it, right? Yeah, yeah. So if this is the Bible that you prefer, go right ahead. Yeah. You are yeah. an intellectual it's still good. and I it's love you. It's the Bible. Yes. But. However, we just want to give yeah. you options. Yeah. There's so, a few more out there. Exactly. So. <laughs> so there's the King James Version, like we said. And then there is the new King James Version, which was mm-hmm. actually published in 1982. Um, that one, what they did was they kind of kept the essence of mm-hmm. what King James is and the formality and the fanciness. Yes. But they replaced some words. So they replaced the thou's, the thine's. Um, yes. The, they, took, they took the F out of, yeah. <laughs> out of a lot of words. Um, yeah. But essentially, it is the same. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, then there's the, this is the one I use personally. It's a Christian standard Bible. That one was published in 2017. And it's a modern English translation. Just just keep in mind, like, all these versions, even though they're in a more modern English, yes. uh, they're all taken from the original Bible. Text, original you text, know, yeah. And then using the language more used today, mm-hmm. so it's more... Uh, it's so it's easier to to read nowadays. It has better readability, yeah. right? Yeah. And just know that when you translate a book, you don't translate, you don't make a translation from a translation. Correct. You always make a translation from the original from text. Oh, gee. Yes. Yes. And then yes. Um, there's a new living translation. That's the one Yadi uses. So That's I'm gonna let mine. her talk about that. I this is the one I use most often. Um, this was published in 1996. Uh, similar to the CSB version, it is modern English. Uh, but in the same context, it's just more modern. Uh, it's the second most popular version uh, that's out there. This one is used more um, just like in everyday reading. Um, if you're wanting to study the Bible, kind of know a little more in history, uh, this one's a little maybe too modern, you can say. Uh, but I think for everyday use and for your daily reading, this is a good one. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Like it's easy to read is what I'm saying. Yeah, so. whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat, number yeah, one. Yeah, like it reads better out loud. Yes. If that makes sense. So this, this is, if you want something like that, uh, where it's easy to read, where you can read it to someone else, mm-hmm. um, then this is kind of the version for you. Um, and then the last one that we're going to talk about is the Message Bible. Now, I didn't know the Message Bible existed um, until a little bit ago, and I think it's awesome. So this one was published in 2002. And is a contemporary version. Um, uh, it's in contemporary English as well, but it's a very simplistic translation. So it mm-hmm. really just breaks down the verses, the Bible verses, to its root. It doesn't. Yeah. There's no fluff, and um, and it's, it's kind of paraphrased. It is. It is paraphrased yeah. as well. It is not a um, literal translation right. of what it says. It doesn't take as much of the the little nuances. It kind of takes a few verses still like the verses yes. but it tries to make it in a simplified way right uh so like you said not not a lot of fluff just yes. kind of straightforward this is what it means yes. this is what this part of this book means right um so yeah a lot a lot more simplistic yeah and then if you can picture this um in most bibles there's a um verse by verse translation if that makes sense mm-hmm. so John 3:16 in the CSB and in the NIV there's going to be a John 3.16. Yeah. In the Message Bible, because of what, how Yadi was saying, how it's um, it's more paraphrased, they take multiple verses. Yeah. So when you read the Message Bible, it actually says, for example, it'll say John 3.16 through 19. And it'll give you the entire message of what those three verses were saying yes. versus what each verse is saying compared to the other version of a Bible. Right. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you don't understand what I'm saying... Um, just go on the version Bible and download the message translation or just Google it and you'll see what I'm trying to say. Um, but that's, that's a really cool version that, um, I think it'll help a lot of people kind of get into reading the Bible because it's literally written how we speak. Yes. Yes. So if you want kind of a very, like a more simple way of reading it, an easy way of reading it, maybe you'd want to get bogged down with all these like different verses. It's like getting the gist of the verse. Yes. Instead of, instead of the whole... (laughs) 
you know, yeah, the whole pie. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get a slice, you not the whole pie. You just get the good parts. Exactly. You get what the author was just trying to tell yeah. you without the whole commotion, yeah. basically. I would say this is a good, like, intro kind of, if you've never read the Bible, this is yeah. a good one to start off with mm-hmm. if you're maybe not comfortable with some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely also say if you're studying the Bible, pick a pick a version kind of like the ones we talked about, and then this is a great supplemental one yes. to kind of give you an overview of, of what you're reading. Right. So it kind of works both ways. Yes. Um, I just think it's a good tool to have. Um, I, I typically, if I'm reading something, I like to see what the message has to say. Right. Even though I kind of default back to one of the other versions. Yes, yeah. that's what we both do. And we'll talk about recommendations later in the episode, <clears throat> but that's what we both do where um, our main source of consuming the Bible is not the message. Right. Mm-hmm. She has, she prefers the NLT. I prefer the CSB. However, when we read something in our Bibles that we don't necessarily understand, mm-hmm. we go to the message to see, okay, let's see how they translate mm-hmm. it. And um, it just makes more sense. Um, it, it, is, it is It is an, an extra step. Yeah. However, it does complement and it just helps you understand the bible which is what which is the point of we are what we actually want to do which is understand the bible absolutely so now we're going to go to the part where um i had mentioned previously where we're going to read john 3 16 and we're going to read it in each of these versions so you can kind of just understand what we're trying to say Mm -hmm. so john 3 16 and this is the king james version the verse says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and then new king james version for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life now this next one is the csb for God loved the world in his way, he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. This is the New Living Translation, NLT. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And then lastly, here is the Message Bible, which is abbreviated as MSG, just in case you see that anywhere. It says, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son, and this is why, so that no one need be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. Yeah. So that's, um, that last one was the message. So you can see how different it is Mm -hmm. from all the other versions. Um, it's the same, but, but different. different. Yes. <laughs> so we just wanted to uh, just read that Bible verse and give you a uh, concrete example of how these versions are different. And like we said, there are a lot of versions. A lot, yeah. So we encourage you to just find one that works for you yeah. and hit the ground running. Yeah. The important thing is starting and and reading your Bible. Yep. Um, so whichever version you choose. Um, do that. Do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just Basically, do just do it. <laughs> just do it. Um, so getting back to the facts. Yeah. Um, More facts. Yes. So uh, we wanted to mention that God speaks to you through your Bible. Um, he speaks mm-hmm. to us through the Holy Spirit, yes, but he also speaks through us through the Bible. So that's why it's important to read the Bible because it is literally God's word. Yeah. So if you're praying, for example, if you are a Christian already Mm -hmm. and you're praying and you're like, God isn't talking to me. Right. Homie, open the Bible. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. Open the Bible. Just dedicate some time to, um, actually having a conversation with God. Right. Because Mm -hmm. whenever you read the Bible, the Bible talks back to you. Right. So the Holy Spirit will guide you as you're reading and he'll, he'll answer prayers. He'll talk to you. Uh, so it's important to have a regular Bible reading. Yes. Um, the way we think of it is that the Bible is literally access to God's brain. Like right. if you're ever as a Christian or as a normal non-Christian human being, yeah. if you Just want living. to know what God is thinking about a certain subject or you have a question about mm-hmm. marriage, raising your children, about managing your money, yeah. literally just read the Bible. It's yeah. literally yeah. God's thoughts and paper. And it's got everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every part of your life is in the Bible. So if you ever have yeah. any questions, just go to the Bible and God will tell you what he was thinking. Yes. Yes. Um, we wanted to say um, that the Bible is always relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, God uses, or, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, spoke through these authors and they used other people's life experiences yes. to teach us what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Either as an example um, through their experiences um, or things that they were doing, um, God spoke through them. Right. And so we can see them as an example, 
see the experience of experiences that they went through um, or things that God spoke to them that we can also use as God speaking to us. Yes. Yeah. So whatever you're going through, um, I assure you there's a story in the Bible that can help you get yes, through whatever yes. it is that you're going through. I mean, through. people in the Bible went through some stuff. So yes. you're not alone. Yes, um, exactly. And so you can read something and have it relate to your life and have God speak to you. Yes. That, yeah. And then what we want to keep in mind is, because this is where the, the criticism comes in, we want yeah. to keep in mind the context, right? Yeah. It's not literally going to be your same situation, but if you apply a, okay, how can I apply what happened mm-hmm. to Paul mm-hmm. to my life? Right. Then yes. you can definitely use the the essence of what the lesson was yes. and apply it to your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to talk about when you talk about, because um, a lot of the criticism you also hear is that, because mm-hmm. the Bible is written in parables, or there's a lot of parables yeah. that Jesus Stories. used as an example mm-hmm. to teach his disciples, mm-hmm. the parables were farming, right? Yeah. They were farming. They were fishing. about produce. They were about fishing. They were about oxen and fig trees. I yeah. don't think I've ever seen a fig tree in my life. My mom has one. Like, <laughs> I need to go to your mom's house. But like, so we, I've seen one. <laughs> exactly. Good, good job. You're such a, such a better Christian than I am. So basically, what we wanted to talk that we wanted to say that. We have to keep in, in mind that it was written in a different context, right? Yes. The reason there was all these fishing and, and, and oxen parables and, and, farming. and farming and all this stuff is because that's what they did back then. Yeah, that, those were their jobs. Literally, those were their jobs. Yeah. So it makes sense to them. So why would it be written as like Simon Peter was a <laughs> businessman when he wasn't? He was a fisherman. Yeah. So let me yeah. talk to you in terms <laughs> that you'll understand. Exactly. So I talk to you in fish, in fish stories and fisherman yeah. stories. Like what you do every day... Let me compare that to what I want to do with your life is basically what Jesus did with him. Right. So, so again, please keep in mind yeah. the context that the Bible was written in. It, this is another thing that people always say, right? <laughs> the Bible is repetitive and it is. Yes. But it's yes. repetitive. Especially the New Testament. They're like, oh, this story again. But there's a reason. Right. <laughs> Everything that's in the Bible, first of all, it's there in, on purpose. Yes. Right. There's always a purpose for it. God is intentional. Yes. Right. God is a supreme wise being. Yeah. He is intentional. So if it's in there and it's in there seven times, it's probably yeah. important. So just, <laughs> just read it. Just power through. Right. right. <laughs> just, just listen. We all go through the same thing. Okay. Probably just means just you need to pay through. attention. <laughs> yes. Yes. For example, the gospels, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're in there, and they're all in there from different perspectives. Yes. So it's also so we can see the same story from different perspectives. Right. So you can understand how where, how where you sit determines what you see, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense, right? It's all the same story. They all saw the same thing. Um, but every story takes a, takes something different from it. Right. And so John saw something slightly different than when Matthew, or he included certain details that happened around him that maybe didn't happen around John. Right. So it's important to understand, uh, yeah, like there's different perspectives and how each of them viewed it depending on how they grew up, their profession, just so many factors, just like, just like we do. We can right. be viewing the same thing and have a different perspective, even though it's the same event. So right. similar to them for. Yes. Like that's Which what is very to cool because it, yeah. when you read the Bible, sometimes it just seems like very distant and you're yeah. like, well, these people didn't really exist or whatever it is that you think about the Bible. Mm-hmm. However, I think that when you read the same story from four different perspectives, it kind of humanizes these people. Yes, absolutely. And you're like, oh, okay. So because he's a doctor, he saw it this way. Correct. Or because yeah. he's a fisherman, he described it this way. And you can uh-huh. kind of compare and contrast and it makes them more real, I think. Yeah. And it rounds out the story more. You get more detail. You get more information. Yes. And the other reason why it's really repetitive is God always wants to remind us of his promises. Yes. Like he has so much because for us. Because we know we have very short-term memory loss. Yes. <laughs> and we just forget everything. And we easily get like stuck in a rut and yes. this negativity and God's like, I'm not about that. I am I have promises for you. I have blessings for you. And so God and let me himself. remind you. <laughs> God's yes. like, let me tell you again. Exactly. Uh, so he's very purposeful in, in that way. So just think of when I, whenever you're reading the Bible, just know that if you see something and you see it seven times, it's because mm-hmm. it, there's a purpose to it. Yes. It's not there to just fill in, to yeah. make the, the book longer, because we all know that the Bible <laughs> is huge. Um, the Bible, however, and I think we can all agree if you've cracked open your Bible at some point, it can get boring. A little bit. And Especially some of those Old Testament. The Old Testament things. It no, just, judges. No. Kings. Leviticus. Begat, begat, begat. Some, some part of numbers. Like, it just really <laughs> depends. Um, uh, the Old Testament, there's a lot of laws. Yes. And 
that that part it can be a little rough to get through there's a lot of plagues and and these people were wilding out so there was just a lot of (laughs) there was a lot of mayhem yeah and um just reeling them in yes helping them out yes Yes. and you know what we want to tell you is that do we also think it's boring in certain parts? Yes. Okay. We're not going to lie. We're human. Yeah. Okay. However, we still read through it. Yes. Because it's yeah. in there for a purpose and yeah. it's still teaching you something. Yeah. It's still bringing you, there's still a purpose for it. Yes. And a lot of these, like if they're like genealogy or something, right. it's bringing you to a specific person and it wants to show you, kind of lead the way to this specific story, something that God wants to point out. So yeah, it sounds a little boring, but it's also interesting to see like, where these stories come to right. and where they came from. Yes. Uh, so don't knock it, you know, just power through. Um, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Um, but yeah, we, we understand some of it is. And one thing that I recently um, was reading about is anyone who's new to reading the Bible, you can always start in the New Testament and start in the Gospels. Yeah. And then as you understand that, understand the life of Christ, everything he did for you, then kind of expand from there. Um, but you don't have to start with the hard ones, you know? Right, you don't start. have to. Don't discourage yourself right yeah. away. Because what's really important to remember is that everything in the Bible is interconnected. So yeah, even yeah. though it's not written in chronological order, everything, what you read in the Old Testament will pop up yeah. back up in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of read it in chronological order or in an order that just makes sense to you mm-hmm. in order to just just piece those stories together. Right. Because right. it all, it really is just it woven into mm-hmm. one story. Right. The Bible, this is, this is important to mention. This is very important to mention. Just mm-hmm. like the, the like you have to consider the context when you are reading the Bible. Also, please mm-hmm, understand mm-hmm. that the Bible isn't always literal. Yeah. That's it very is, important. Please keep that in note. mind. Just write that down. And this, yeah. listen, I, got, I have a Bible verse for you so you can understand. Okay. <laughs> this is Matthew five thirty from the new international version. Okay. The, the verse says, and if your right hand causes you to stumble, Cut it off and throw it away. Ooh. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Oh, okay. Listen, Jesus was mm. serious in this mm. moment. However, mm. he is not telling you to actually cut cut off your hand. Mm. Okay, Thank God. That's that's really not what he's saying. What he's saying I is, I want my hands. Yes. What he's saying is, if there is something that is making you walk away or uh, hindering you yeah hindering you or putting your eyes on something that is not the lord Mm -hmm. get rid of it right that's what he's saying down the wrong path right it's kind of like a hyperbole like this is like it is so serious that i'm telling you cut off your hand exactly we don't actually want you to cut off your hand right but it's kind of this like i need to understand the gravity of it the severity of it how serious i am about you you not stumbling and going in the wrong direction yeah. even though we no no hands were lost in the making of this podcast exactly please no don't please cut no one else no it's not <laughs> intend literal. that no no and sometimes it saying. is and sometimes it's not <laughs> so please keep in mind yeah the context yes Context okay, <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> um, a reason that it's really important to read the Bible, especially, you know, just to understand those literal things. Like if you're at a church and someone tells you to cut off your hand, you need to, I need to be, I need you to sit in the pew <laughs> and be like, yeah, he doesn't mean that literally. Like yeah. I need you to know that. Yeah. But also it's because whenever you do go to church or whenever you're around someone that's um, um, a, a Christian or yes. that's a severe uh, Bible banging Christian. Yeah. Or and, maybe takes it a little too literal. Yes. A little more on the very religious side. Yes. Not, you know. A little more on the condemnation side. Yeah. Um, I need you to know the Bible mm. so you can, you know if it's true or if it's not true. Right. So you know if what they're saying is in the Bible or is not in yeah. the Bible. And it's just to protect you. So you it, know. Exactly. Exactly. That that's what they're saying to you is not good. Like it's not good doctrine. They're not taking it in the context that the Bible said it. Or they're trying to, you know, twist it in a different way. Just if you know your Bible, you know that God is love and what they're trying to say or what they're meaning by right. the Bible that they're throwing at you right. um, is not Or even if God's they're meaning. twisting the verse around, right, and they're using yes, it. Like yes. maybe that's not the way it was intended. But it's out of context. It's out of context mm-hmm. and they're twisting it around at you mm-hmm. and now someone is making you cut off your arm. Yeah. We want you not do that. Yeah, don't yes, do that. This, that's, yeah, they're that's, picking and choosing things to make you feel bad exactly. or to 
highlights something that's going on in your life, just know that that's not how you read your Bible. That's not how we need to use the Bible. Exactly. Um, God has a purpose for everything, like we said. Yes. So if there's a certain a certain verse, like this right. one, there's context to it and there's more to it. It's not legit cut off your hand. So yes. in the same way, if someone comes to you and tries to tell you something like that, know that there's context, that there's more behind it. And that it's not taking this specific words and just throwing that <laughs> throwing right. that at you. Yeah. yeah. And another reason um, what you really want to pay attention to is you kind of want to pay attention to that person. Because let's say if it's a person you know or it's a person you don't know and they're coming mm-hmm. at you. Some people pick parts of the Bible that they agree with and then they ignore the rest. Throw out the rest. <laughs> right. And you're like, I don't want, I don't believe that part. So I'm yeah. just going to use this part. That's also a telltale sign that you shouldn't yeah. be listening to them because yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Right. No. You're either all in or you're all out. Right. You can't be half in, half out. That's not yeah. how this works. And yeah. it's, it's part of growing too, yes. part of learning. Yes. Um, you can be learn, you know, reading the Bible, learning things, and slowly as you keep reading, you'll understand more of it. But don't throw something out just because it makes you uncomfortable. Right. Because um, you don't agree with or it. Or you don't agree with yes. it. Um, just, you know, take the time to uh, continue to study it and continue to say, what's God trying to tell me Right, here? ask questions, yeah. um, you know, bring it up with other people or maybe you have a friend that reads their mm-hmm. Bible as well, bring it up, Google sermons, um, yeah. you know, just be intentional about learning and understanding mm-hmm. what it truly says because when you start reading the Bible and you start understanding the Bible, you can see that um, the Bible can be inspirational and it can be corrective, it can be educational, informative, yes. it can be graphic, There's and there's so much drama in the Bible. Like once yes. you... Once you start reading it and you start piecing the stories together, yes. you're like, there are some oh, he did stories. what to his wife? You're like, yeah. what? Yeah. How many concubines does he yeah. have? A concubine is a side chick. How <laughs> many? What did he do? So it's actually, it's, it's very interesting. Yes. Like once yes. you start knowing the characters, um, you know, you, you follow a character and they're very devoted to God and very devoted mm-hmm. to, to following um, God at that point, for example, if, if Jesus wasn't in the picture yet. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they just turn away from God and their yeah, whole life yeah. is in shambles. And it, you've been following like, this person for, for like <laughs> two chapters and you're like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. So it's it's actually, it's interesting. It, yeah. It, it's or, juicy, okay? <laughs> or it's like you follow someone and then a whole bunch of stuff happens to them and they're like, whoa, he's still devoted? What? Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, all right, I'm, I'm all right. I'm yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're like Job. Person, like Job, exactly. He lost everything. And then he and was his wife's still, like, ah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Curse God, and he's like, "Yo, you crazy!" And he was still worshiping. It's yeah. insane. And you're like, "Oh, my life isn't that bad." Yeah, no, and he that- lost everything, and yes. I'm over here like sad because you know. Yeah, yeah, because it's raining in Texas. Um, <laughs> so my shoes wet. Yeah, perspective, perspective. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we just wanted to say that it's actually very interesting. But you just have to know and learn how to read it. Mm-hmm, um, the Bible, as well as uh, being informative and um, inspirational and corrective and all of those things. The Bible is, you can separate what is written in the Bible into these two terms. So it can be prescriptive Mm -hmm. and it can be descriptive. Mm -hmm. So prescriptive is when God is telling us what to do. He's telling us what to do and what not to do, Mm -hmm. right? And then descriptive is when the author Mm -hmm. was describing what was happening at the time. So for example... This person had 17 wives and 15 (laughs) concubines. And again, a concubine is a side chick. So they had like 20 sons and six daughters. Right. God isn't telling you to get get 16 wives and 15 side chicks. Okay. They were describing what was happening at the time. Yeah. But God was not prescribing. So he was not telling you what to do. Yeah. They were just describing. He was like, hey, go get some more wives. Right. No. Um, right. just, this again I'm, goes back to the context and yes. the time in the time period. Like right. a lot of these, um, like the Old Testament books, even some of the New Testament, you know, these were a lot of traditions that happened then. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, people just had a bunch of wives. Right. You know, cultural got, context. Cultural. Is yes, yes. Very important. Yes. And as you read the Bible, you understand like that wasn't God's plan, but right. this is what they were doing. And that's kind of to friends uh, note, like it's being descriptive of what's happening, not right. necessarily that. God was approving that or anything like that. Right. It's not being instructional. Yes, exactly. It's just saying this is what was happening at the time. And if you put it into context, like right now, that's, if you were writing the Bible right now, that's exactly what you would do. Mm -hmm. You know, these are God's rules. However, these are how these people are living. This is what's happening. This is what people are doing. Not go do this. Exactly. Exactly. So we just wanted to make that clear. Um, that concludes our fact portion of There's the podcast. There's a lot more facts. There are, yes. These are definitely things that... That we, we wanted to point out yes. specifically. Yes. Yeah. yeah we and just, we feel important 
they're maybe a little bit like high level, general, but um, just things that maybe we didn't think about when we first started reading our Bible. Things that we, we want to share. Definitely did not think about when we started <laughs> reading our Bible. These are because, things that we had no uh, idea about. I know. I read like King James version forever until right. I realized like, oh, there's like a ton out there, right. and I'm like, shoot, these are easier to read. <laughs> and when I started reading the Bible, when I cracked open my Bible, I literally started reading it from Genesis to Revelation. So just the things have happened, and I don't <laughs> want it to happen to you. Yeah. So uh, we just wanted to save you before you started doing that, and then nothing makes sense. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that was helpful to you. So this part of the podcast, um, we're just going to talk about the recommendations that we have personally Mm -hmm. for just making your Bible reading easier. Um, some tools, exactly that we use. Exactly. Things that have helped us that we're trying to save you (laughs) from. Okay. So number one, right. Mm -hmm. The gem of all gems. Yes. Get a Bible that you understand. Get yes. a version that you, you're you like, you know what? This is my kind of English. I can understand this. Mm-hmm. And um, it'll actually motivate you to read the Bible and, and just guess what, begin. Fran? What? You don't have to spend a dime. Why? Because you can get it digitally. You can. Tell you us can. how. <laughs> okay, this isn't an ad. <laughs> But there are ads uh, ads out there. They're not. Apps. If you want to sponsor us, please let us yeah, know. Yeah, let you. us know. That's not what we're trying to say. There are apps out there, things uh, that you can download. Uh, the one that the I use, one. the more popular one, is yeah. the Version app. Yes. Um, and if you just put Bible in your app store, this will be the first one that pops up anyway. Yes. So you don't have to remember how to spell it or anything. Right. Um, but get yourself a digital one if that's just an easy... Um, way for you to just have a version of the Bible. Yes. We do recommend you get a physical one. That's always a good a good way uh, if you're trying to study it. Take I mean, notes, take highlight. Take notes, highlight. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but I say start with a digital one. That's easy. You can, especially if you don't know which version you want. I yes, think that's a great way to start. you download different versions yes. and try them out. Read them see. out. Yeah. And then once you're like, hey, I, I really gravitate towards, you know, uh, CSB or NIV or whatever it is, then you know that's the version you you want, and most then likely you can buy the Bible. then you can buy it, and then yeah. that one you can you know use it for study or or different things down down the line. Yeah, yeah. and what I wanted to add to that is that the U version and it's Y O U version. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. It has devotionals as well. Yes. So there's so a much more content. Like it has daily prayers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So just if you haven't never um, downloaded that app, just go ahead and download it and try it out and see. Absolutely. And that's that's a, a good first step for you to just kind of um, dip your feet in the pool. Yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> as some say, right. Um, and then we also wanted to mention that other than the U version, if you want to use the app, you can also buy the, kin- the, the Bible and Kindle version. Yes. If you just yes. want it on your tablet, mm-hmm. on your phone or whatever. And then of course there's the physical Bible. Yes. Um, uh, the Bible app, we wanted to mention that it has, um, over 2000 versions of the Bible and so over 1700 many. languages. There are options. Yes. Just know there that. There are definitely options. Yeah. So just try that out before you Whatever have to works spend, best for you. I don't know, $20 on a Bible. They're not that yeah. expensive. Um, download the app and um, hopefully it works for you. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the next recommendation that we have, tab your Bible. Why is tabbing your Bible helpful, you ask Fran? <laughs> is because I have no idea where the books are. Yeah, it's I'm hard not, to find. I'm not a theologian. No. I don't know where things are. No, it's a, so I need to be... There's 66 books, There are 66 guys. books. You need to know where to find yeah. John if you're looking for John. Yeah. Um, so a while, you kind of get an idea, but tabs are definitely the way to go. Tabs are super now, handy. Now listen, there are some Bibles that have tabs on them, hey. but... Most of them don't, and, and they have some really cute, cute ones yeah, out there exactly. that you can buy. So exactly. even though the Bible has some tabs, like I have one that has tabs, and they're just black and it's boring. Yeah. So I would definitely say if you want something that's going to just make you want to read your Bible just a little more than normal. Make it look normal, cuter. Make Doesn't it look matter. cute. Yep. Um, I, that's an awesome choice. Yes. Uh, so I definitely recommend, even if your Bible already has tabs, just make them cute. You can retab it. Make them cute. Exactly. And that's really important when you start reading your Bible is like, what are you reading the Bible for? Yes. Um, so personally, I'm reading the Bible for general knowledge right mm-hmm. now because I've never read the Bible the whole way through. Yeah. So that's what I'm reading the Bible for. Yeah. But you can read the Bible specifically for wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to read for wisdom, then you go to Proverbs. Yeah. If you want to, depending on what Which you're Which is wanting, where these devotionals are really helpful. Yes. And again, you can use the app ones, but there's a lot out there. We'll tag uh, a company too that... Um, 
like an online company that has a lot of uh, these devotionals or Bible studies. Yeah, and the tabs. Um, and the tabs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they're also by theme. So if you want to learn more about hope, about peace, right. about God's grace, right. a specific book. Hey, I want to know more about Ruth, about John, about the gospel. Yes, yes. Um, or if you're going through something, if, you, if, you're going, yes. if you're mourning a death, if you're going through a divorce, mm-hmm. there's books for Dealing that. There's anxiety. Devo- there's devotional specifically for that. Yes. So it'll take you, it's basically a plan, and it'll take you through specific books of the Bible that deal with that in order to help you heal or manage whatever situation Mm -hmm. you're going through so those are very handy yeah and it can be lighthearted too hey i just want to know about god's love Mm -hmm. great there are devotionals for that too yes it'll take you through uh the miracles of god and and it'll take you through you know psalms and how you know he loved on his people all that kind of stuff and if you don't know where to start dm us on instagram and we'll help you out because we can definitely do that Um, another thing that's really important is, um, reading the Bible is a spiritual discipline. So if you're trying to grow in your relationship with God, you have, you you have to read your Bible. There's kind of no, you can't get, you cannot read your Bible. No, it's, it's part of, it's part of the, it's part of the plan. Yeah. It's part of your growth. Yeah. You have to read your Bible. Moving on. (laughs) Now you, um, what we recommend for this is kind of set a time to read your Bible. Mm -hmm. And then, um, once you decide why you're reading your Bible, just, um, if you end up buying a devotional or you're like, I'm mm-hmm. going to start in the gospels or I'm going to start wherever like it is that you want to start after yeah. you figure that out, set a time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to read for 10 minutes every day mm-hmm. or I'm going to read for 10 minutes every day in the morning or at right. night, just create a routine around, um, reading your Bible. Yeah. So it just becomes second nature and yeah. something that it's you part do of your every day. day. It's part of your week, whatever works for you. Right. We're just saying, be intentional about it. Make yes. sure that you, uh, think about it. And then set aside that time, whatever yes. that might look like. Yes. And um, what I wanted to mention before that I didn't, when we were talking about the version app, is that mm-hmm. the version app has an audio version. Yes. So if you want to listen to the Bible mm-hmm. while you're doing other things, or if that's easier for you because you're not necessarily a reader, yeah. um, then that's an option as well. Or you have a long well. commute or yes. something. Yeah. That's definitely that's, an option yeah. as well. Um, take time, take your time while reading the Bible. Yeah. There's no No pressure. pressure. There's no pressure. (laughs) No, literally, even if you're doing a, one of these, um, read the Bible in a year sort of things. Yeah. If you don't read it in that year, but you still have the intentionality and you, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to develop the discipline, like you're still doing something like baby steps count people. Yeah. Like there's no pressure. God, God speaks through the Bible. So take that time. You have to read that chapter multiple Mm -hmm. times because that's Mm -hmm. happened to me before where I read a chapter and then I highlight and I do my thing and I take my notes or whatever. And then I, I, I did what I was supposed to do that day. However, it's still kind of sitting. It's still mm-hmm. in my heart. And I'm like, I have to read that again. Yeah. So the next day I will read it again in the morning or whenever it is that you want to mm-hmm. read it. But just take your time and just. Yeah. Don't develop. feel rushed. And if, if this is for my uh, journaling people and my note taking people, if oh, that's yeah. your thing, do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, for me, what I do is I read. Um, I read through the whole thing and I highlight or underline. And then at the end, I go back through what I highlighted and underlined. And then if it, if, mm-hmm. if I feel like I need to write yeah. something down or something that stuck out to me, then I'll write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's not your thing, then don't. Right. Um, if you're one of those people that you're like, um, I don't want to write in my Bible cause that's just yeah. that, that you don't do that. Then mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. If you don't write in books, like the don't, whatever works for you is what you need you, to do. Yes. Do post-its. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like post-its. I do post-its a lot. Um, especially as I'm reading and like, a certain verse pops out or certain words pop out at me, I just write in a post-it and kind yeah. of stick it near that chapter. Um, and that way, next time I'm reading that, it, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, last time I read this, these are the words, this is a phrase that stuck out to me. And yeah. it's just a good reminder yeah. of, you know, what, what God's already spoken to you. Yeah. And I do something similar, but what I do is like, if a, if a word jumps out at me and I'm like, oh, I know mm-hmm. what this means, but like, what does it mean in this context? Yeah. Like I'll just Google the word to make sure that I'm understanding yes. it correctly. Cause sometimes there's some weird words on there. So you want to make sure that yeah. you're understanding it correctly. Um, so just being intentional about that too. Same with, as you're reading, um, sometimes you come across a phrase or a word and you're like, how many verses are there about this specific yeah. thing? Uh, the digital one is a great one where you can search as well um, to see like what other verses are out there. And then you can kind of add that to that day's reading. Yeah. Um, just to kind of give it context to, you know, expand a little more of what that specific subject is or that specific word. So, yeah, which leads me into um, 
consider comparing different versions of the Bible. So yeah, like how yeah. we mentioned before, where um, she uses the NLT and I use the CSB, but we, when we under, don't understand something or we want to understand it a little bit better, mm-hmm. we compare it to the message Bible just to make sure that yeah. we're understanding everything to its fullness. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as there are these uh, magnificent books called commentaries. Yes. And um, basically commentaries are, um, interpretations of the Bible yeah. made by people that know what they're talking about. Like theologians. Yes, not us. Smart but Bible people. Yes, <laughs> theologians and pastors and people that have that have been that studied the Bible. That studied that literally have education in That's what the Bible life. means. That yeah. these people probably know how to speak Greek, Aramaic, yeah. and Hebrew, or at least understand it or right. something. Yeah. So what they do is um, these commentaries is it literally breaks down what you're reading and interprets it. Yeah. So you can understand it better. Yeah. So those are helpful as well. Um, of course, not for everyone, but if that's something that you're into, mm-hmm. you can definitely do that. Um, and you can get those physical or in a Kindle version as well. Mm-hmm. And um, like we said, Yadi said prior, um, if you don't know where to start reading the Bible or if you don't want to buy a devotional and you're like, friend, mm-hmm. don't make me Google that. Like, I don't, I'm not <laughs> trying to do that right now. Then we, we suggest that you start reading the Gospels. Yes. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. It's the story of Jesus. Yes. And um, you can get to know him first mm-hmm. and then explore the rest of the Bible. So yeah. we suggest you start there. It's, it's, yeah. uh, they're very interesting books. Yes. So I think um, you'll enjoy those. And like we mentioned earlier, they're just different perspectives, same story um, about the life of Jesus. Yes. Um, our last suggestion that we wanted to say was that what really worked for me specifically to understand the Bible is I started watching, I started consuming a lot of content on YouTube and Mm -hmm. I started, um, watching a lot of sermons. So I would find sermons that jumped out at me because of the title or whatever, because Mm -hmm. I had seen the pastor on Instagram and I started watching his sermons and they're, they're pastors that they don't preach at you. They teach you. Yes. So in them teaching and giving, you know, they were, they were, they were preaching the sermon to me Mm -hmm. while I'm watching it on YouTube. I would then read the book of the Bible that they were preaching from. Yes. Or the story that they mentioned. Exactly. And then I would have context and then it would make sense. Yeah. So if they were preaching about Moses, I would go read the story Mm -hmm. of Moses. Or if they were preaching about Esther, I would go read the story about Esther. And because they paint a picture and they have all these examples, because of course they're educated in this. And they studied that particular part. (laughs) Yes. It just makes sense to me. So that's really helpful for me. Um, And I think that if you're interested in even starting to read the Bible, Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. pick a sermon. Maybe you go to a church, pick a sermon from your current pastor or from Mm -hmm. anybody online that you kind of resonate with, and then read that book of the Bible. If you have Christian friends, ask them what their favorite uh, preachers are for them to suggest uh, a video. And you can probably go through that church's like um, YouTube page. Yep. And find or Instagram or Facebook. Or yeah, find a it lot anywhere. of them have podcasts as well. That's true. Uh, so that same one that you're watching, um, if you want to just listen to it, you know, maybe while you're at work or, or something. Yes, th- there's that option too. But yeah, yeah. And if you don't know where to start, um, again, DM us on Instagram yeah. and yeah. we'll tell you our favorite um, pastors and and even our pastor at North Rock Church. We yeah. can uh, point you in that direction as well. But um, you can definitely ask us if you're interested in um, maybe us doing a podcast about like who we listen to and mm-hmm. um, the content that we consume. We can do that as well. You can yeah. let us know. Finally, we wanted to wrap up this podcast and we just wanted <laughs> to let you know how we personally um, study the Bible. And I think we've kind of touched on it, but we just wanted to wrap it up mm-hmm. that way. So personally for me, I read the CSB. Um, if you want to know when I read my Bible, I read my Bible at night after like the <laughs> entire day. I don't get up early to read it. Um, some people think that that's, that's what you should do. You should start your day out with God, which I do. Um, I not just in read, the reading part, right? Not in the reading part. <laughs> I have a daily devotional that I read in the morning, which it's literally just one page yeah. and I read that. And then I just kind of continue on with my day, but my deep devotion and Bible reading is at night. Um, I just do it before bed. I read the CSB version, the the Christian standard Bible. And Mm then, um, I, whenever I don't understand something there, I compare it to the message Bible, which I have. So I have Mm -hmm. a physical CSB. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the message Bible, I have it on my iPad, which is where I take notes as well. So if I don't understand something on my physical Bible, I check my, yeah, I check my message Bible on my Kindle. And then, um, if I want to know more about what I'm reading and that moment, I also have a commentary. Okay. Um, the commentary that I use is the Moody commentary. The Moody is a Bible college. 
and mm-hmm. um, they wrote a commentary. A bunch of theologians got together and, and did a commentary on the entire Bible. So I have that. I didn't want a physical copy of that, so I have mm-hmm. it on my Kindle as well. Yeah. And um, like I've said previously, I'm reading the Bible for general knowledge right now because that's the point of my life that I'm at. And I follow a specific book, and it's a read your Bible in a year book. Yeah. And it tells me what to read every and in day. Chronological. Yeah, order. in chronological order. It tells me what to read every day, and then it has questions at the end of that week. And then yeah. I just basically just kind of journal through whatever yeah, I what you read. Yeah, what and you I learned. take notes on my on my iPad as well as I'm reading it. But that's basically how I study the Bible. Yeah, how do you study the Bible? Uh, a little bit of everything. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, one of so I have a I guess a couple as well. I do a daily devotional uh, in the morning and then an evening one. Those are pretty short, probably mm-hmm. five minutes. Yeah. It's usually a verse and uh, some kind of description or some kind of uh, additional kind of like this is what the verse means. Right. Uh, so that's always a good way just to start my day. Um, I also have uh, it's not necessarily a devotional, but it's um, a book that's by like topics, different topics. Mm-hmm. So I usually pick a couple of verses from there and kind of just read that in the morning. And then um, I usually do like an evening devotional from the U Version Bible. Um, and those I just pick depending on. I usually in the beginning of the week, depending on kind of what I want to learn that week. Yeah. Um, so I'll pick one that's five to seven days. Um, and so that gives me a little leeway in case I miss a day or something. Um, but I try to complete one of those, um, a week and basically those, um, if you look into them, but it'll give you a few verses and it'll give you a devotional and then some questions. Uh, usually, I mean, obviously no one's gonna know what you're answering. Uh, yes. it's more self-reflective, right. uh, but it's a good way to, to kind of, Check in uh, with yourself. Check in with yourself yes. and think about what you just read, not just, oh, I, I did a devotional. Right. Um, it's a good way to, once you read, kind of check back with yourself and be like, okay, what did I get from that? Yeah. Um, so that's usually my, my daily uh, reading. Yeah. And even I think um, if you end up getting the version Bible because you're like, you, you want to try it out or you want to see the different versions of the Bible, um, it has a notification where it has a verse of the day. Yes. And I yes. get that every day. I get that too. So... Mm-hmm. Even if it's starting out with, okay, I'm going to be intentional about Mm -hmm. every day reading the verse of the day, just taking a moment from whatever it is that you're doing, and then let me see what this verse says. If you have any questions, please reach out to us. Um, It's very easy to find us. So please reach out to us. (laughs) Midtown Misfits everywhere. (laughs) Midtown Misfits everywhere. Um, So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for um, the support that we received on episode one. Yes. Very Um, thankful. Yes. we're, we're, We're so grateful for people that are taking the time out of their day to uh, spend an hour with us, which is yeah. pretty impressive. So we appreciate you. We hope yeah. that this helped you. Um, if uh, you have two seconds and you can subscribe to our podcast everywhere, if you yeah. haven't already, mm-hmm. if you could go rate it on Apple Podcasts, yes. that would be awesome. Um, five stars. We will not accept any less. And um, <laughs> leave a review as well. And a quick note, I think you might have mentioned it, but a lot of the things that we've referenced and things that we're going to reference in the future, if you just have some time, we have an Amazon list, uh, which will link. Um, so like the different Bible versions that yes. we we like uh, will be on there. We have some books that we haven't even talked about, but they're on there. So if you're interested in um, anything that we have talked about or we will talk about. Yes. Um, there they are, are on, on there. Wish list. Yeah. 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 And it's not a wish list. I want to be clear. It's not a wish list <laughs> where you buy us things. It's a wish list where we just linked everything That's just so where you we have access. We were able to, to do purchase it. <laughs> for them. Uh, to purchase them for yourself. For yourself, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. And um, we hope that's beneficial to you as well. It is linked everywhere on our social media, but I will link it in the show notes here as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, if you've made it this far, yes, you're a winner. Yes. You're Big amazing. Time. You're, you're like, amazing. Like, we love you so much. <laughs> you're amazing. You're amazing. So uh, again, so grateful for you for spending your time with us. We hope that this was added some value to your life. Yeah. A wee bit. A wee bit. And um, signing out. This is Fran. This is Yavi. And we are the Midtown Misfits. Peace. Peace.